Hello guys, uh, welcome to Mind Podcast 37.0, your weekly source for news and analysis. Uh, this is Adit Kapadia, coming to you on yet another Newsy Week. Together with me, Rishananda uh, Vashisht and Pramod Kumar Borovalli. How's it going guys? Good, how are you? Pretty good. How about you Pramod? I'm okay. Uh, he needs a special invitation to say hi. <laughs> but uh, So, uh, as, uh, as, as we promised, we are back. To, as we promised last week, to give a more in-depth analysis or so we feel about different things. And uh, today I think we're going to specifically talk about uh, two, two news events that happened in the last week. The first part is going to talk about that uh, horrific uh, killing that happened in Dadri, Uttar Pradesh. And uh, Indian media has been uh, talking about it. So we wanted to give our perspective on uh, what events had transpired, the reactions and so forth. And, you know, uh, just discuss about it. I mean, nothing justifies what happened. I mean, it's condemnable that a uh, person Completely. Completely. So, I, I don't, uh, thing as Absolutely. somehow who has been a victim of mob violence, I do not justify, I will never justify any kind of mob violence, mob violence. ever in my life. Absolutely. Absolutely. It does not matter. Who it is on? Who's on the oh, other side? No, no, no! It's mob violence. It's mob then violence. when when you start looking for people and communities and stuff, that loses the whole thing. It's, yeah. it's you know a hate crime. It's hate it's crime. Shouldn't have happened. Yes. Uh, and the second part is going to be uh, about uh, the India stands at the United Nations. Uh, what it took, uh, you know, when, uh, the MEA uh, Vikas Swarup gave a befitting reply to uh, Pakistan, and especially on Kashmir and how they brought POK back into discussion and uh, so forth. So. So, but it's going to be an interesting debate uh, and then we'll start with uh, the Dadri incident though. So uh, <coughs> in the first part of the podcast we're going to talk about this um, extremely tragic case that happened in uh, Dadri, Uttar Pradesh uh, where uh, Mohammed Akhlaq, uh, a man was lynched to death in um, in his house and I mean I, I am not going to repeat the ghastly details on the podcast. I would because I mean, I I don't want. I'm I'm just feeling I'm uncomfortable myself repeating. Yes, it has been details, very. But yeah. I would urge everyone to read the news reports. The Times of India, Indian Express, all have carried reports. And on although the reports incident. are from, there are multiple uh, reports from multiple newspapers. There is no one government um, report yet that we can trust on, or at least hope to have one official narrative. But what has come out from the newspapers is that. Um, this gentleman at about 10.30 in the night, this family was sitting at home. He did not do any, I mean, there was nothing, um, you know, that he had indulged in. It was not like he was in a brawl or something. He was sitting at home. Mm-hmm. From what appears, what this is what I read from Indian Express, because Indian Express was the first one um, to report it, and then other newspapers as well uh, reported, that there was apparently an um, announcement that was made from the local temple that a um, calf or a cow had been murdered or slaughtered and a carcass had been found somewhere. Well, this is in completely a Hindu village and uh, there are two Muslim families here. One family was uh, out on vacation or was not home and this was the only family that was home. It is not clear whether the priest uh, said something to um, you know go and attack a family or whatever but this announcement was made which has been corroborated by other people and there are also instances that whatsapp massive messages were spread around and you see so a bunch of um, 100-150 people marched towards this man's house many? yes marched towards that towards his house I don't know how many finally reached his house and how many got into that 
fight with him but what ended up happening in the end that he was stoned to death and Mohammed the clock was about 50 in his 50s and his younger son was Danish was grievously hurt and he is right now fighting for his life in a Noida hospital this happened 50 kilometers from um, Delhi um, so here is the point it is it is very sad and i do not believe in uh, on this podcast at least nobody is going to go into buts and ifs it was unequivocally <laughs> it is condemnable no one should be um, you know uh, killed for uh, uh, whatever they eat or even if he had indulged in cow slaughter or cow that theft is that is not for the people to people decide, to decide it if it is against law or if cow slaughter is against law if there is a ban on cow slaughter there are laws for it people can go to jail or whatever i do not you know um, i am just very very upset about um, what happened as i said there is no way to um, sort of say anything on this podcast at least there will be complete condemnation of absolutely uh, you know nothing nothing and nothing justifies murder and this was it you know i mean um if uh, I, we've said this before we've said it again and you know the word but you use you know we we're talking about the but brigade that yeah. to justify anything uh, you put already this is bad but this no and Salman Rushdie very famously <laughs> said so, that yeah Salman Rushdie said, said it on Bimar's show that you know for the but brigade you always focus on what they say after the but because that's yeah. what they really want to say mm. so uh, let's not contextualize it or anything with anything that happened you know if a crime may have happened then we are we have a law and order system in India that you go to the cops you go to the courts and they'll give you justice we are not a banana republic that a hundred people will go and you know hack people there will be death. mob justice or anything like yeah. that we cannot do that we and that's not activism. we cannot have vigilante activism at all i think one thing that uh, will not be accused of by the modi government is to try to influence this case because in that state in uttar pradesh the uh, there is another regional party that is in power the mm -hmm. samajwadi party and whether it is vote bank politics or whether it is swift uh, justice that is required i'm hoping that that uh, state government acts swiftly and if it is 150 people from that village who uh, were, who were party to this heinous crime uh, based on whatever um, witnesses they could gather if that can be done let everybody put be put in jail we have seen instances where this this kind of mob justice uh, that is delivered, uh, you know, doesn't somehow um, the administrations are wary of taking on the crowd for yeah. whatever reason. But <clears throat> uh, at least for the sake of justice, uh, for the sake of uh, uh, to try to go to the genesis of what really happened, this uh, case has to be taken up um, very seriously by yeah. the Akhilesh Yadav government and uh, with hopefully no interference from or influence from any of their other so-called secular parties that uh, uh, seek to put uh, now here is the thing after this has been done we have there's no point we are all deeply deeply hurt by this incident i hope it never ever happens again but and are now, against no no just to add something what you said and are completely against politicization of an, any kind you yeah know? of any the model. bottom line is a man was killed yes and his son was you know beaten beaten up this way in uh, you know wherever then this is just not on 
that's i think that's where the debate about uh, with what have you stand you you have to unequivocally condemn yes, it that is, is done just that is position. done now there is another debate this is done there is no question about it that you know uh, these people the perpetrator should be taken to task and this is just not done now there is another part of it that this whole tamasha tufail ahmed actually created a he um, started a coined a word he called it dadri journalism it was all you know apni kisi ki dukh mein kisi ke pareshani mein apni rotiyan sekna to get even at narendra modi because something happened is also not done absolutely is also yeah. i want to say unequivocally how foolish is it to drag narendra modi into this why are, how can e- you absolutely uh-huh. every single op-ed columnist worth his salt who anyone who has an access to a newspaper column an access to a blog an access to a thing has started this in modi's india in narendra modi's india this is a hate crime it is something that you know uh, really bothers us but the hate crime predates narendra modi hate no, crime yeah. predates bhartiya janata party hate crime predates even congress for that oh, matter oh, oh let me tell you uh, there was an auditor auditor ramesh in uh, tamil nadu a couple of years ago he probably uh, has ideological linkages to the bjp and rss mm. Uh, came out for the that. evening walk after d- dinner mm-hmm. or uh, probably was right outside his house was hacked to death right in front of his uh, wife and uh, daughter yeah. and nobody i mean i think there were some arrests made uh, and because the there were some islamic uh, uh, fundamentalists who were found to be behind that you cannot uh, treat that as a communal uh, violent uh, violence type of incident yeah. i think these incidents have been happening kerala there is a hacking a day yeah they are not professional hackers like software hackers they are really <laughs> hackers, hackers. the communist regimes are infamous for the yeah, punches yeah. they they have uh, yeah. uh, inflicted on people in and bengal in bengal bengal, they, yeah. bengal is uh, famous for this so i am no, saying that it is were they op-eds written by saying basus or buddhadev bhattacharjis west bengal no never in fact not even akhilesh yadav's um, um, up what i am trying to say is right after this incident happened there came a news that a journalist was shot dead in uttar pradesh this is third incident in four months where journalists has been shot dead it was um, yeah. some gunman came on a motorcycle and they shot him dead and this has been how many incident i i, I remember i wrote a piece on this actually uh, many uh, months ago when he had come uh, when akhilesh uh, yadav had um, you know taken over i had said that he is the worst chief minister today in the entire country the law and order has gone for a toss the entire his his entire government is run by uncles and chachas and chacha taus and mamas and um, everybody else he is not in charge of his law and order but you know to say that narendra modi somehow is as very famous public intellectuals accused him of that somehow he is um, you know he is started this or he has given share to such people or he has even this is absolute law and order thing. it's not the issue no i'm saying that akhilesh th- there has been incompetence he got a yeah. lot of uh, flack for inducting raja bhaiya yeah. into his government it's but what i'm order. saying is huh. there are fault lines in our law and order is one part and we will go back to talking about it but i also want to say that there are fault lines in our society whether we like it or not there are hindu muslim riots a lot of we have we have done well in last many years now but hindu muslim riot is a reality uh, one of the major uh, cornerstones of the the propaganda is 
somehow the left liberal intellect intelligentsia and the the media personnel who are probably because of for for roti for their own mm-hmm. uh, sustenance have been forced to be part of that ecosystem uh, really don't have the gall or the uh, temerity to essentially raise other issues also mm-hmm. agar if this is all about dadri and the lynching of a poor hapless uh, man he's a man he's not, not a muslim, muslim man, man but exactly. he was at the wrong place at the wrong time it, other people have to be put to task for that but how many of such cases in other instances they have taken up yeah. and how many of these uh, have been uh, in a seen to the logical conclusion i don't know of course we should be questioning ourselves of course we should be asking that why does such crime or hate crime exist mm-hmm. but does india cease to be a liberal place after that i doubt it it is not i mean for them to say narendra modi is india for them to say we become pakistan we become saudi arabia all that is garbage nonsense i deny it completely i i, I remember if a seal for everyone facetious for everyone to say oh have we become should, saudi arabia or something it is no i just want to say that <clears throat> mecca of liberalism and i'm using the words very carefully the mecca of liberalism united states of america under the caliph of the liberal caliph um, barack obama just two months ago this is i live in houston just two months ago um, uh, you know just few miles away where we live a officer a police officer was shot by um, a random man when he was he was in his police um, uniform and he was getting gas from the gas station and a random man came and shot him it turned out that it was a hate crime um they both belong to different ethnicities it was a um, uh, you know african american man and um, uh, you know caucasian uh, police officer a hate crime clearly and well does america cease to be a liberal democracy after that is it is this happening after all the police atrocities that are happening here ferguson and everything everyone knows that is everyone saying that is this obama's america what is happening in obama's america no fault lines exist they predate in uh, here they predate obama in india they predate modi no, we all, have to fix them but this, pointing this is all romila thapar syndrome they, yeah. their guru herself has taken so many u turns the biggest one was this that there are no aryans in india i mean yeah i mean <laughs> I mean, the no, Chelas and Chelis are she's all. She's finally retired. She's finally, uh, huh? She's she, retired. Is she retired or is she tired? <laughs> tired uh, and retired. Ah, uh, so but I mean, uh, and and it, this was more. I was very curious. I I tweeted that she vehemently always propagated these theories, and I was like, how does it matter? But anyways, we digress. The main major issue over here is. Um, the the kind of perception that they are trying to build around this uh i think the two should be looked at separately first the case itself clearly a hate crime oh, yeah. you know a very sad thing and uh, media should keep up the pressure so that the government acts swiftly and justice is served in this case and also uh, you know hope that the 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 person who's danish was very gravely injured he gets well by so. by you know what they're doing by um, as i said in an age of obfuscation they're obfuscating the whole thing now because they have politicized the whole thing now the um, interrogation and all the things they that will not happen I'm correctly extremely dis- disturbed that the justice the position of both things uh, you this is an extremely bad thing you know put if if i of a before mp or an ex mp or an ex mla of a, whichever party made an irresponsible statement go and put him in the dock yeah. expose him expose them 
no question about it but don't try to sully the whole also atmosphere. i do want to tell uh, the um, um, public intellectuals well known public intellectuals of Take india uh, mr pb mehta uh -huh. that one Rajya Sabha MP of BJP does not determine the philosophy of BJP, does not speak for Narendra Modi. So for him to pick up that um, uh, piece in um, Indian Express. Express of Tarun Vijay, which was his personal opinion and completely um, abominable opinion, abominably written piece. Absolutely. And horrible, piece. horrible piece, which we acknowledge it's a horrible piece. But for them to say that this was Narendra Modi, somehow Narendra Modi had ghostwritten this, that is nonsense. Actually, that tells me a lot about P.B. Mehta, if he believes Narendra Modi ghostwrites Tarun Vijay's piece. <laughs> so, I mean, really, I, 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 I question his intellectual status and his... But, but he, he flip-flops all the time. P.B. Oh, Mehta, oh, yeah. unfortunately... Yeah, he flip flip-flops all the time. Uh, had he tells people to be unequivocal about stuff, things that he cannot be unequivocal about himself. Mm. So, I, I mean, especially with respect to uh, some of these um, um, actors within the BJP also, and again, a word of caution for the Prime Minister is that their language skills have have i mean there are several training sessions i've, I've yeah. heard that are conducted for mps mlas i think ex mps ex mlas also <laughs> if they really want to understand public speaking yeah. from the prime minister it is ba basically some sort of a partshala has to be organized yeah. for them they have no idea what they're speaking also i want most to of the time. publicly throw <clears throat> it out i want to know from the entire round of uh, liberal journalists where has modi gone wrong from the point he started his um, he was sworn into the office has he said anything that will undermine the communal harmony in this country no, no, I want to know one thing he has no, done or said you know, for any journalist they have to have let's say in 20 working days at least two or three days sick, sick leave now I say sick leave they're all working for a company or the other now yeah. so in, that is their sick leave mein jo hota hai, that is the hallucination they under ki, no, for a man when uh, bombs were going off in front of him and unfazed he stands there and he addresses people and says that what does Hindu want does he want to fight a Muslim does Muslim want does he want to fight a Hindu or do they both want to get together and fight poverty and bombs were all over. At that point, they did not even know if the bombs were under the uh, stage that Narendra Modi was speaking but on in Azad Maidan in Bihar. Some of the positions that are being propounded right now have already been made up. Yeah. Right. So, so it's it's like a rechurning of the same positions yeah. that were there. So I hate this thing that I didn't get ice cream to eat today. So uh, blow no, I don't like calling journalists prostitutes. There are they are basically they should be called journalists churn. because they churn a oh, lot no, of no. things. You know, like a guy you know eats uh, eats and eats and then starts to digest it. No, I say, I say, I say, Exactly. So, you know, no. first of all, and I feel sad that uh, in all this or something, I, I just hope that it doesn't happen to the family doesn't get justice. Yeah. Like, I, I they should get justice. And, you know, this should I be just the, don't the, want, the, the yeah. main issue should be this to ensure that a very clean trial and stuff takes place. And the police, you know, when they lodge the FIRs and stuff, there is no, there is no issues with that rather than journalists politicizing the issue and uh, all these vultures and hounds you know they always come uh, as in they came in Gujarat 2002 also and they made sure that you know this um, uh, you know all the nonsense no. that happened there yeah. um, no, no. with that uh, but then thing. also what I am again uh, curious about is uh, when such incidents happen 
one of the biggest uh, you know bystanders has always been uh, the, the police and the local administration what were they doing what have they acted upon this follow up should be done in a very very uh, professional fashion mm. i think the national security advisor should get involved this is very serious mm. because justice has to be delivered to this family and, and, and it has to be they have yeah, to be and, rehabilitated and the, and the, and the elder son has i think come up with a statement as well yeah. i think today sare jahan se acha so that that very, very uh, yeah. hats off to the son who kept his calm and composure to see his brother in this condition and father, you know this happened to the father still stayed calm you know we pray that his younger brother yeah. gets uh, quickly on that note uh, we end this part of the podcast the next part as we said we are going to discuss about uh, uh, our neighbors and their assertions or false assertions in the un security council before we get to our uh, next topic um, i do want to say that this is mindmakers production this mind podcast is brought to you by the mindmakers team this uh, podcast is produced and edited by adit kapadia with the help of our team in india the panelists for the um, podcast are adit kapadia pramod kumar buravalli and sunanda vashish which is me interesting stance by uh, narendra modi government against pakistan's utterances at the united nations security council uh, vikas swarup suddenly gets uh, certainly gets the award for the best tweets of the week mm-hmm. uh, quite popular and he was on uh, you know uh, he was in full flow debating them as the speech was being made and sushma swaraj gave a fantastic speech uh, rebuffing this four point agenda uh, yeah thing. she she um, summed it up beautifully she said we don't need four points we just, just need one point, point and mm-hmm. and the terrorism but it very very um, i um, hate to use that word muscular foreign policy because it means nothing but it is a, a foreign policy that is very india centric mm. and that's what i like about narendra modi i don't believe in muscular non muscular masculine feminine that is nonsense ये मस्कुलर फॉरेन पॉलिसी का वर्ड पता कैसा है दैट इन पीपल स्पेशली इन इंडिया कोई मूवी देख के आता है ना लाइक कैसी मूवी थी बड़ी हैवी मूवी थी नो व्हाट दैट हैवी मींस नो वन नोस सो समबडी नो बट व्हाट इज व्हाट इट इज इट्स अ वेरी इंडिया सेंट्रिक फॉरेन पॉलिसी कीपिंग इंडिया फर्स्ट कीपिंग इंडियाज इंटरेस्ट इन माइंड एंड आई थिंक दैट वाज रिफ्लेक्टेड इन द स्टेटमेंट्स एट यूनाइटेड नेशंस एज़ वेल एंड एंड सो दैट एंड प्रमोट जस्ट एन इनिशियल टॉक ऑन दैट हां आई थिंक इट्स इट्स emerging that uh, the past few months that uh, the narendra modi government has decided that uh, all these uh, smaller gestures the overtures made on both sides uh, if it boils down to again back to kashmir and uh, again if if they wanted to go back to uh, uh, making the loc the international border or not uh, i i don't think uh, india will allow pakistan to get out of its internal situation uh, by somehow trying to get uh, some brownie points within its own internal uh, you know uh, establishment so uh, my my point is you uh, modi has probably decided that uh, at this point in time pakistan is a, is at its lowest ebb internationally you really don't need to uh, give a lot of credence to what they are saying hmm. and um, really if there is a necessity for talk it could be talks could be about commerce could be about trade but uh, nothing but do you know what i like it, about this yeah. what i 
particularly liked about this was bringing POK into focus again, Absolutely. which we have not done for the longest time and, 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 since, no, 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 since Vajpayee. Stands or something and then mm. it also reflects to what we talked about in our previous podcasts that if you talk, you know, you probably, and I, I think I said that I agreed with Par, uh, G. Parthasarthi what he said that probably engagement on the DGMO level should happen, but not, maybe not on the Prime Minister level. Without So... <sighs> I think what we were discussing about is this was and Sonanda brought up this word you know I don't understand this word muscular non-muscular rather silly but uh, the, the the major the major part of what the statement entailed was this new stance that uh, that uh, the government has done now one thing that our media's I accuse them a lot of this that they their obsession with Pakistan. And I, I said this, you know, to Barkha as well. She was like continuously tweeting, will they? And NDTV was running some headlines, Times of India, ki they waved at each other. You know, they bhi milaya. I mean, kal bol, kal mein dono ne do chini dali. You know, I mean, I, I, I don't know what this yeah, is. Mean. It's so, an amazing obsession. Haan, so it's like, do, do, is, is there camaraderie there that they take the same amount of sugar in My, tea? I have a very, um, uh, you know, and I'm going to say this. I have a very... Um, how should I put it in this? It's you can not put out it as scrutely as possible. It's an out of box solution for India Pakistan thing. I think for all Pakistan policy, for all Pakistan policy, the only people who should be um, dealing with Pakistan is people from South India and people from there should be no one and even reporting on Pakistan should be people on South India. I don't think anybody from North you India, know, especially Punjabi, you know, should be reporting on North India because they start looking for Jappiya Papiya and all that stuff. Achha, you're just talking about journalists. Journalists and policymakers also. Hey, bhai, all if you say society. that Ajit Doval shouldn't take with Pakistan, you next track to me. <laughs> that Sunanda Vashisht has advocated that Ajit Doval shouldn't be treating with Pakistan. No, I'm not Pakistan. saying that. Ajit Doval is track one. So he stays. I'm saying for all the track two stuff and all that happens and reporting and this and that, this should be... But I, okay. typical, you know, but from is, Tamil Nadu, a, Kerala. This is this is a really question that I want to ask. get these people. Since we have <laughs> the benefit of, uh, you know, since no one talks about us Westerners, you know, bas hum hai aur hamara PM hai, aur to koi hai hi nahi hamare liye. Hum poor Gujarati, we us poor Gujaratis kya kare? You know, no jappies, no puppies, no no tattoos. So wanted to ask you this, Pramod, that. North of the Vindhyas, I, I can tell, uh, especially in the border state, Gujarat has been a border state with Pakistan, so there is a certain sense of oh, obsession, not as much as in Delhi mm, and, Punjab. and Punjab and stuff. Do the states, like uh, your state, I mean, you know, uh, uh, and your states now, I can say, Telangana <laughs> and Andhra Pradesh, uh, because you also shared your mixed, oh, you, have, uh, you were, you know, born in Telangana and so forth. Uh, do you share Pramod is smiling as I say that because I, I, I think I've just generated a civil war in his soul when I mentioned both the states. So once once he resolves that dispute, now, now, now he'll say Pramod Telangana versus Pramod uh, Andhra Pradesh. Domestic He's left versus at, international partition. Uh, domestic versus international partition. But no, I, I really want to ask, does this similar sort of obsession uh, exist? in the south of the India. I don't think so. It does not. That is why I'm saying Exactly. Both with China or Pakistan. mm. Agreed. Absolutely. So is there a... Well, with China, maybe in the offices of the Hindu, I'm not sure. But uh, apart from that... (laughs) Some parts of Kerala. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But But no, you you don't see that obsession because... Not just because you're not neighbored, uh, you know, you don't have that kind of... uh, 
थोड़ी बहुत बात की and in the united when and, and this is the best part i like that the prime minister when he makes his address in united nations there is absolutely no mention of pakistan yeah. or i don't even know if there was a cursory mention i don't no, think there, there was any there wasn't but the the and the response to nawaz sharif's dialogue was given instead by the external affairs minister yeah. and the minister, uh, and the uh, spokesperson of the ministry no there was only very clearly said that there is more to india's largest democracy than a pesky neighbor Mm. there is lot more to us than uh, neighbor which who will is, not you know which, which is which is what we come towards and now i'm going to pakistan is such a very confused state because if it was really concerned about muslims getting persecuted in certain part, parts of asia the biggest uh, persecution is happening on uh, syrians mm. if they can op- open up a small sub state within pakistan call it a, call it a new syria and invite over all of these refugees that would be the kindest act i have a question did huh? china some ban ramzan or something yeah. if i'm not in, mistaken in, yeah. did they do something like that something. Uh, they did, they made did the nawaz sharif question china publicly the mountain dinyang province actually do a dance uh, this is a part of their public spectacle mm-hmm. they the, the state control of religion in china is complete because they mm. have uh, their own uh, appointments as far as buddhism mm. is concerned as far as mm. islam in dinyang mm. province is concerned and christianity is completely underground in china so i i think uh, the only country where this sort of debate happens uh, with respect to uh, a neighbor that is perennially hostile to you there's no way pakistan can come out of this vicious cycle of hatred towards india not even in this generation or next generation because their entire architecture their whole not just public private uh, existence mm-hmm. is geared towards pulling india down 
So when you start with that negative, you cannot develop Pakistan as a modern Islamic nation <coughs> little, uh, on and, the lines of Turkey people, or Indonesia. People need to understand Malay- that uh-huh. when you are talking about Pakistan or something, you're not talking about Pakistanis. The people-to-people engagement should still continue. But when you're talking about Pakistan, you're talking about their state policy, which is which has yeah. been a problem. That you use non-state actors and if uh, India ke against use kiya, to they become uh, like your revolutionaries or something. Or uh, in some cases, Huryat Conference. The- and then you you go uh, the, the other case when they go to Taliban oh, they are terrorists the Sindhis the Balochis the Patans the <coughs> Kashmiris from POK are all feeling disconnected with that concept of Pakistan the only because the Pakistan has suddenly become Punjabis uh, Punjabi uh, only Punjabi centric and that Punjabi centric uh, uh, military the Punjabi centric uh, uh, it's very economy. unfair also because you no, only need to you only need to win Punjab to no I was coming uh, to that win, so you, know, you have to, to see make, a part, make, one, of, one of the rare elections that happened in, did happen in Pakistan Nawashari won only Punjab well yeah and he won like one seat mm. in Sindh and some seats a smattering of seats mm. here and there other in Balu- I don't know I'm not familiar with the figures in Baluchistan and NWF very unfair but yeah so that's the that's the thing that Punjab carries a disproportionate amount of influence mm-hmm. in there. And the concept of Pakistan also um, has been probably the creation of uh, several different international actors that wanted to keep India under check. Now that is waning, completely yeah. waning. The support that Pakistan had even from some of the Middle Eastern countries has gone down because Pakistan itself is in no position to support them. They some of the um, you know things in the past in the 60s and 70s pakistan used to be a very indirect actor in arab israel yeah. israeli wars yeah not anymore so not anymore and uh, china is miffed because the infrastructure projects are not mm-hmm. taking off uh, russia basically wants to sell weapons <coughs> to pakistan but pakistan doesn't have money to pay mm-hmm. uh, russia the money that it was paying back um, to the united states earlier was because of the us aid yeah. so now the country itself is not producing anything. They can settle the, uh, you know, the thing with India and uh, settle with LOC being the international border. <laughs> no, they, their uh, internal contradictions are such that ये ये पहला पड़ाव है. पहले ये कर लो, फिर बाद में कुछ और That is unfortunately. Next time, next time if Sunanda is at a Mushara or something, I hope she proposes this yeah. idea solution but uh, the, you know this brings us uh, there is no solution to india pakistan problem as construed by these uh, so-called no, and, liberal and, that, and that is why that is why the engagement needs to happen at different levels and different things but the prime ministerial engagement should only happen when there has been proper groundwork laid and it should be talks leading up to something you can't just be talking and having lunch and dinners which don't mean anything yeah. just you asked a south indian na? you asked you touched no, about no, this was, uh, if there was a south indian prime minister in delhi i don't think he would even waste time because he is busy trying to generate employment or whatever it is on the other side he would not even concentrate on going to Pakistan for one simple reason because they don't serve idlis kya idli ke liye to jate hain some of my Pakistani friends love dosas though I got to say you may be able to reach a dosa compromise LOC ka kuch ho na ho dosa compromise ho jayega aapka but anyway I am just saying that wastage of time energy I know I mean this was on a lighter note a country that basically has no idea about itself no but we're glad with the position that India has taken 
and, and I hope people understand the jokes we're making. Yeah. None of us are regionalists. Yeah. We're just having some fun. No, so, the, the good-hearted Pakistani people themselves have to bring about that change. Unless that happens, they has become to come secular, from very inclusive of mm-hmm. their uh, national identity. Then, then we can talk. Then we can talk. Anyways, that brings us to the end of the debate. Uh, please like us on Facebook. Please follow us on Twitter. Uh, do keep tuning in and keep your keep posting your comments on my podcast and other articles. We'll be back next week. Till then, from me, Adit. This is goodbye.